You know, there's a widening wealth gap between the haves and the have-nots. So which side of the economic divide are you on? And how do you bridge that gap and gain greater economic control, freedom, security for yourself and your loved ones? Welcome to Closing the Wealth Gap. The only show with weekly workable tips, ideas, suggestions for average income earners just like you on how to regain control of your financial future. And the man who's helped millions, Tyrone French. Hey, Tyrone. Hey, Paul. Good morning. How, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I want to welcome you on behalf of the entire crew here at OC Talk Radio to your first episode of Closing the Wealth Gap. Uh, and today we're just going to relax. We're going to we're going to just introduce our audience and yours to you and this show. Who is Tyrone French? Paul, thank you for having me today. I really appreciate being here. And Tyrone French is a concerned consumer, just like everybody else. What struck me though in the conversation we had prior to leading up to this, as me getting to know you, is obviously you've worked with very successful people as a financial planner. Uh, you sell insurance. You sell all sorts of other products. You help advise people, and been doing that for years. I know. What struck me though was when you said you came to this this uh, aha moment when you said, you know. 90% of the world doesn't get to talk to people like you. Why? Why doesn't the average Joe have access to that information? Can't afford it? Assets aren't big enough to fool with? Uh, what keeps them from reaching out to people like you? A lot of times, <clears throat> they're just busy. They're trading time for money, and mm. they're just out there trying to earn a living. And a lot of times, they haven't accumulated enough assets to whereas a lot of what you would call serious financial planners or consultants, don't really want to take the time to, to talk to them. You know, and that is so true, and I'm going to come clean here. I'm one of those. My, I have an, uh, an insurance agent who has been with me for years who handles my home and my life insurance. Don't have anything else but home and life insurance uh, and car. Got those three. Okay. And I don't talk to him for years on end until there's suddenly a crisis. A pipe burst in my house uh, a couple months ago. And okay. suddenly i got to get in touch with him right now. And he took care of it, and they're out, and everything else. And I said, that's why I pay you. That's why I pick you, because I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to think about it. I just want somebody to handle it if and when a crisis comes up. Are there other people like me, or am I weird? No, actually, the majority of the population is like that. Actually, what I did was I solved that problem by creating an app. It's mm. TyroneFrench.app. And so my business, my I'm right in the palm of It's all actually dot app. Dot app. I'm okay. right in the palm of my client's hand. All they have to do is tap that app and they have access to me. And all the information. That's what we're hopefully this show will be about building a uh, library of information on specific products, on specific ideas, tips, information, updates in the law, and other experts like you. You've got a whole community of people, I'm assuming, that you've built a relationship with through the years, right? That is correct. But like I said, people are busy. They have other concerns going on. And so finally, when something happens, that's with my field, life insurance, something catastrophic, they put everything on hold. And by the time they get to me, they're a nervous wreck. Yes. So basically, again, to solve that problem with that app, they can contact me anytime. Um, actually, I say normal business hours, basically anytime based on emergencies. And we walked them through that process, but, but in the interim, they have access to that information. 
meaning that a lot of times they can go to a website, but they can't navigate the website. They'll, you know, they want to call you on the phone, but sometimes they can't get to you, so they get the receptions. You got to call back. You're playing phone, phone tag. They'll send out an email or something like that, but a lot, and a lot of advisors don't get to the email. But yeah. with that app, you automatically, it's, it's real-time, in-your-face, how can I help it's you? It's like having somebody had this pipe burst. I remembered that years ago my insurance agent had told me, be careful what kind of coverage you get. Be careful how you report this thing and because maybe I'm overstating this, but in a certain sense, they want to find ways not to pay you. Oh, it was this and not this. Sorry, that's excluded. Oh, you didn't do this. You didn't get to it fast enough. Sorry, that's excluded. So there's a process. And, and if you're not used to dealing with insurance companies, which none of us are, hopefully we deal with this rarely in our whole life, home insurance, fire insurance, health insurance, all different types of insurance. When you set it up, there is a tendency to get the cheapest. So I don't want to buy it at all. I don't want insurance. Right. Am I the only one? I don't want any insurance. Sorry, Tyrone. I don't want any insurance. doesn't do anything for me. doesn't make me any money. It costs me money. seems like a waste of time until... Until you need it. Until you need it. Then, oh, my God, I hope I got the right policy. And too often, we find out we don't have the right policy. It doesn't cover what we thought it did. It uh, There was an exclusion. Uh, it doesn't pay for everything. It doesn't pay for... Gee, my house burned down, but it doesn't pay for a full replacement of everything in the house. It only pays for the, uh, the reduced value of those items. I don't have a checklist proving what I had. Uh, we're not going to pay for everything. We're not going to pay uh, for more than a couple days in a hotel. All these things that you don't know until it's too late. Well, right? Paul, what happens is not that the contract is not going to perform as advertised. It's just people don't know what's inside the exactly. contract. And it's so complicated, and I have so little time. Just take care of it for me. And my first impulse is, give me the cheap one, right? Well, see, nobody learned how to walk on the first day they started. Hmm. So insurance, it's a process. So you, you purchase the policy. I'm not a PNC or property casualty. No, I'm just can, using that as an example because I do, know it's kind of a neutral thing that right. we can all... But what you do is you, you begin to educate yourself step by step. You purchase a property, a, a policy or coverage, and then every, so, every now and then you pull out that policy or you call the agent or you call the company and say, hey, look, I had a question. And so then all of a sudden you start building a library of knowledge based on what the policy can and can't do. So that, that, that way when you find yourself in a situation, you know exactly what you're covered for. You know what you're not covered for as well. And too often we don't discover until it's too late. That's my point. You find out suddenly you thought you were covered. Suddenly you thought you had X and you got Y. And you're wondering why. Uh, and and it goes back to well, you said you wanted the cheap one. You didn't say you said you didn't want any. And then when I convinced you to do something, you went and got the cheap one. And and you didn't shop around. You didn't go to the right person. You didn't take the time to understand all of those kinds of questions. We're going to talk through this process. People, people, if they'll give us the time, are going to understand insurance products and other ways to close the financial wealth gap out there. Well, Paul, what I can tell you though is, people, you get what you pay for. You get and sometimes yeah, you know the, you know if, if you have an idea of filet, filet mignon. Um, but you're paying for hamburger. Don't be surprised when that. Don't be surprised how it tastes. At <laughs> how the it end. tastes when you get it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about this show uh, again. What kinds of products do you sell? I know. You, what kinds of things do you deal with? You're, you're primarily uh, insurance and annuities. Is that correct? Uh, life insurance and health. Uh, but my specialties are life insurance and annuities. Okay. And that's a big one we're going to tackle, not today so much, but let's just tease a little bit. Why is life insurance and annuities out? 
Why do people not think of that first? Uh, I have so many people come in the show and they say, oh, there's better ways to invest your money. You make more, you do this. And I'm like, yeah, but I want something that guaranteed pays. Well, see, there's nothing better. Life insurance is the only product that will create an immediate tax-free estate. And let me say that again. I was going to say that again. It is the only product that will create an immediate, in most cases, income tax-free estate. What do I mean by that? Let's say people insure their cars, they insure their homes, they insure, you know, various, whatever. uh, whatever. But how many people are thinking about insuring their retirement? And so let's say you start out with, you have a 401k on the job. Right. And let's say if you start out, you're you're saving $1,000 a month for that program. Right. And all of a sudden, at the end of the year, you pass away. Right. Well, let's say if you got a wife, you got kids. Uh, what did that twelve thousand dollars do for those kids and the wife? Not too much. Mm-mm. But if at the same time you, you tried, but you, you tried, but but you, you came up short. So you let's didn't say didn't close the wealth gap. Didn't <laughs> close the wealth gap. So let's say at the same time you per, when you got a four hundred one k, you decided to insure it with a life insurance policy. And let's say if that policy was a quarter million dollars. Mm-hmm. And let's say if you paid, I'm being hypothetical, but let's say if you paid like a hundred, two hundred dollars a month for that policy. Mm-hmm. And let's say after because it's that affordable, right? It's I that mean, affordable. So right. let's say at the end of the year you pass away well the wife is going to get that 401k the 12,000 that you put into it but uh, it's going to come with taxes and it also comes with fees whereas that life insurance policy will pay that quarter million dollars income tax free so guess what you just completed your retirement plan mm-hmm. just by insuring it yeah we're going to talk more about this because it's so obvious and yet why is it that so many people insurance is not sexy it, not just that they don't have the time and it seems complicated and they don't really want to hear about it. I know that we started with that. But even when you get past and say, okay, I need to have some of these things. I need to have life insurance. I need to have some some uh, plan for the future here. Even then, it just doesn't seem sexy. Why? Because it's conditioning. People, our, The consumer has been conditioned not to really think about life insurance as a as a as a vehicle for guaranteed financial security mm-hmm. uh, prior to nineteen twenty nine most people saved their money in life insurance policies hmm. as far as the cash value uh, the stock market came in vogue people started getting higher returns you know with and higher losses, risk and higher losses. <laughs> um, but you know given the, in my case so look what happened in two thousand and eight when a lot of people you know uh, real estate was down stock market was down and people was like well where do I put my money now yeah and that's when people started thinking about hey you know why don't I get some guarantees why, why am I assuming all the risk on my money and paying all these fees when I can lose fifty percent of my value Overnight. Amen. Well, all of this is going to be strategies that we talk about. So you do this with clients a long time, and I'm assuming you've done this for a while. Over 20 years. All right. Now, I'm assuming that most of the people you deal with are not me. They're not average Joes. They've probably got more wealth behind them. And somewhere along the way, you said, wait a minute, there's a bigger market out here. There's a bigger need than one more guy dealing with the upper 10%, right? Not that you turn those people down, but but this show and your app and some of these things that we're going to talk about seems to be aimed at that broader 90% of the market that really doesn't get much advice. Well, let me tell you about my aha moment. Okay. I was working for New York Life back in 1990. Okay, big it was, firm. It was a one of the, the agents, one of the top agents at New York Life at the time was letting me go through his client base. And what he was doing was extending, you know, just uh, the annual reviews. Right. 
So I'm calling up these clients, and we're talking, and I got to... Typically, I don't get an annual review, but if you got enough assets, somebody calls you up and says, let's review, make sure you're covered, your, your needs haven't changed, you don't have new children, new toys, new things, whatever. Right. right. So a lot of these clients were high-ends. He didn't give me the high-end clients. What he did was he gave me the, the moderate clients. Right. He, you know, I'm a new agent. He didn't want me to you know, mess anything up. I'm setting <laughs> right. You know, no, no risk. Right. So make a long story short, I, this one particular name on the list, I called him up. And the woman was so rude, uh, just, oh, wow. And I could tell she was just having a bad day. Right. And so what I did was I jumped in there and said, hey, look, ma'am, you know, I'm just calling. You have this life insurance policy. You have all this cash value in your policy, about $7,000 right now. We're just trying to set up an appointment where this agent can come out and go over your policy with you. Then all of a sudden, it was dead silence. Then all of a sudden, I heard this whimpering in the background, and she was, Paul, she was crying. Oh, my God. She confided in me that her home was in foreclosure. Oh. And they had about a week to solve this problem. No money. And no money. And they prayed for a miracle. And all of a sudden, I called telling them, hey, you got all of this money in your life insurance that policy. That you forgot about. That you forgot about. That's what it's there for. And after that, I began to see... Uh, it, driving home. And I'm pretty sure a lot it's of a people... It's a pretty touching have, story here. Well, yeah. it's it, true. True story. Um, I'm sure that people have seen a lot of times when they, they pull up to an intersection and somebody's outside, with, they got a sign. Right. And the sign says, hey, you know, we're trying to raise money for so-and-so's funeral. And they yeah. got the bucket and they're out there. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm sitting there in my car and I got my hands on the steering wheel and I'm thinking there's, there's a better way. You just didn't know about just it. Just didn't know about it. You just didn't. Didn't think you could afford it. Didn't, didn't understand it. it. Didn't, didn't understand nobody it. Nobody approached you. Nobody approached them correctly. And so they, they, it was a problem that they did nothing to. So I decided to solve that problem. All right. Well, we're going to solve that problem starting right after this commercial break here. We're going to come back and talk about what are we going to hear in this show? What kinds of topics are we going to cover? And how are you going to keep it from getting so sleepy and technical that I don't want to hear it anymore here? How, how are you going to keep it interesting? How are you going to keep it educational? And how do we find a way to tell this story in a way that actually engages people and gets them excited? That's what we're going to talk about. All that and more as we come back on uh, closing the wealth gap there's a widening wealth gap between the haves and the have-nots and it's getting worse fewer jobs lower incomes and depleted benefits are only part of the problem so what's the solution by closing the wealth gap by tyrone french this is a must read for everyone that's currently working for money Become a wealth builder, and together we can close the wealth gap. Call 877-296-5192 or visit TyroneFrench.com. Do it now. All right, we're back as we try and close the wealth gap. Why is there such a wealth gap in this country? You know, it's been well documented, Tyrone uh, French, uh, as we talk through your new show here. It's been so well documented. I think it started back in the Reagan era when the rich started noticeably getting richer. And we know tax breaks and other sorts of things have been accruing through the years. But the rest of us don't seem to catch up. We seem to be uh, stagnant wages, and we, for many of us, seem to be dropping in value. We seem to be losing us. Now, maybe not so much here in Southern California because we've had this luck of housing boom and so many of us that got in on that have made money or, or at least on paper have uh, some income there but most of the world most of the country seems to be going in two different directions why well i tell you what to, to quote billionaire warren buffett he said rich people have too much money 
<laughs> and that's just that's a fact. And but so why is that? Mm-hmm. What happens is, and I'm a, I'm just going to quote the good book. <laughs> the good book. <laughs> for those that have, they will be given more, and they will have abundance. Yeah. But those that do not have, even what they have, will be taken away. What does that mean? It's compounding. Yeah. So wealth, money what, makes money. Money makes money. So when you have it, just by just by having it, it's going to produce more. But if you do something with it, I, I'm, we're, since we're talking, we're, we're talking uh, scripturally here, I'm a good Irish Catholic. I'm in church a couple weeks ago, and the, the famous story of, I don't remember exactly what passage it is, but most of us will recognize this story. Uh, it's a parable, and uh, the rich man takes his servants in, and each gives them a bag of money and says, go do something with this thing here. And one of yes. them goes and buries it. And the other one goes and says to, uh, and somehow he invests it, or he goes to his uh, creditors and says, here, I'm going to forgive your debt if you'll do this and everything. He tries to be do something with it. He multiplied it, yes. Multiplied it. And so they all come back at the end of a month or a week or whatever and say, what did you do? And the one guy says, well, I took a risk, and here's how I multiplied it. And the other guy says, I took a, did another thing with it, and here's what I did. And the other guy says, so proudly, I buried it. I didn't lose it. He says, get out of here. Get away from me. That's right. You're fired. You're fired. Because I didn't, I could have stuck it in the drawer, too. You thought you were being safe, but you were being foolish. And the, the, the moral of that parable, it, it talks about compounding, compounding interest. And what he was saying is that at the very minimum, you should have taken my money to the bank, yeah, to the banker, and right. put it in the bank. And so I would have had mine when I came back with interest. Right. So money is supposed to create more money when done correctly. Right. Because there are conver- people that will take that money and use it and, and use pay it. for the privilege of using that money. It keeps right. it circulating. Right. So conversely, debt also compounds. Yes, so isn't that, that the truth? So when you find yourself in a, in a situation where you have all this debt, even what you have to come in to, for your livelihood is actually going right back out to take care of that debt. So there lies the problem. The rich are getting richer because their money is compounding in a positive way. And they have access. And they have access. And, and, and the rest of us have a lack of money. Yeah, we have uh, less money or no money. And instead, we probably have debt. So the debt is compounding. So we're owing more and more. Whereas if I had a bunch of money set aside like the wealthy do, that would be making me more and more. We're moving in two opposite directions. One's making money. One's losing money. Hence the term. My people perish for a lack of what? Knowledge. Mm. It's knowledge. And so if, it's, if people have a lack of knowledge, that's a really it nice really way of saying truth, isn't it? Yeah. It's a really nice way of saying that you're ignorant. And so <laughs> you, what you're doing with your finances, what you're doing with your money is not working. And just based on the natural law of progression, you're making it easy. It's going to get better or it's going to get worse. So what, what's, what's this, what do we, um, rich people do? What they do is, is they... They pass down that wealth from generation to generation. Yes, that's number one. That's the key. And and what they also do is they they train. I don't care if it's family members, business associates, they train them, they prepare them to take over. To take over so that they can actually keep it going. Most of us get nothing but a debt from our parents. Uh, or, or a, you know, a legacy, but the, we don't. They don't leave us much or any money, and if they do, we don't know what to do with it. And as we go through our own lives, I just I'm struck by the fact. Think about it. Most of us are accruing debt instead of interest. Right. So we're digging a hole deeper, while the other people who have saved and invested are climbing. That that thus the gap, the widening gap. One's getting literally poorer and one's literally getting richer. And what's being modeled? 
what the what the what the next generation sees, they see the struggle, they see the gap, and they 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 think it's normal. Yeah, right. And it's not. It's everything. It's anything but normal. Yeah. And so what I've done just in my practice is that I educate my clients as to there is a widening wealth gap, and if you don't do something about it, you're going to find yourself on the other end, and you may not like. So how do we get people to wake up and realize time's running? Particularly for me, I'm the aging baby boomer in the room here. You know, time is literally running out. I only have so many more productive years. Maybe, I hate to think of it, so many years left in my life, but so many productive years, certainly. And if I don't make hay while the sun shines, if I don't make uh, take advantage of those moments, then wh- who am They're I? Gone. Yeah. Well, people have to – it's a mindset, Paul. And people have to really start thinking about I mean, what you, pretty much what you think about, that's what you attract. And so yeah. people really start have to people start thinking about People talk about that. About I don't know if I ever really believe that, but there's that law of attraction. It's what true. You, what you put out is what you come. Is what, what you're going to get back. Right. And if you're negative, if you're positive, you're going to get the same. But if you're happy, if you're sad, whatever. And so now we have to start taking res- responsibility for the decisions that we're making. Because the choices are out there. The opportunities are out there. But we make we consciously make the decision, or sometimes subconsciously make that decision to not take action. And the thing I always told my daughter is taking no action is taking action. Is taking action absolutely? Exactly. There's no way to avoid it. Well, we do have a way to avoid it. We're going to offer people a space and a place every week at this time on this station to come and decompress. Yes. To come and think about, okay, I know it's overwhelming. I don't know where to start. Jump in anywhere and follow along. Uh, One step leads to another. It isn't a once and done thing. This is an ongoing journey. This is an ongoing series of conversations. And week by week, we're going to see what? Who are are we going to hear? What are we going to hear? What kinds of topics, what kind of people are going to come through this station here? Well, I like, I like the fact that you talked about it. It's a process, and it's, it's step by step, but you have to take the first step. So yeah. we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be bringing people in to talk about reverse mortgages, which is a very hot topic. People don't understand reverse mortgages. Yeah. Uh, they don't see that it's a lot a, of fear still it's about It's a them. lot of fear associated with it. And then we're going we're gonna to bring in the experts to talk about, to answer those questions. Credit specialists. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's a big one. A huge one. We're going to bring in people. The, the reality of that, too many of these people say, I'm going to fix your credit. No, you don't fix it forever. You've got to fix it yourself. But there are ways and techniques and ideas to, to maximize your credit and to, and to leverage that credit. Well, a lot of people think about it. A lot of people are being told that they need to get out of debt, which that's the worst thing that you can actually possibly really? do. Really? Okay. Gee, I would What think. you need to do is manage your debt. Yeah. You need to have a respectable debt low, which is maybe about 20%. But you don't, if you have no debt or no credit... You have a harder time getting trying to get financing. That's the weird thing about it. Right. It is. All right. So credit, all right. You're going to blow that myth apart. Reverse we're, mortgages. We're going to talk about student loans. We're going to talk loan. about... Boy, there's an exploding... I just read somewhere the student loan, I think it's almost... Uh, the cumulative debt a few years ago was six $700 million. I believe today it's over $1.5 trillion, something like that. It's Paul, either doubled or tripled yes, in the last few years. It, it's the next bubble. Yeah, it's the next That's the next bubble saying. waiting to burst. That's what they were saying. And why wait until it until it bursts? So again, we're going to bring in all of these because I'm scared and I don't want to hear it. I just want to stick my head in the sand. Don't stick your head in the sand. Put some headphones on. Put some earbuds in when you're taking a walk. When you're at the gym, come join us each and every week. We're going to show you lots of ideas, lots of techniques, lots of knowledge on how to close that wealth gap in your life, how to maximize what you have, and to find real financial freedom, security, 
uh, and maybe even a legacy for your children. Isn't that what we're all looking for? Well, Paul, I can tell you this. This this is the new economy. You hear people talk about the new economy? This is it. I call it a yo-yo economy. You, <laughs> you're on your own. You're on this your own. This is where we are. That's right. Well, not totally, because now we have Tyrone French in Closing the Wealth Gap. As somebody, it's free. Tune in each and every week. Talk to people you wouldn't normally get to talk to. You can send questions. You can ask, call in and ask questions, or you can just listen and learn. All that more as we start this journey today right here on OC Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us. All right. How do they reach you, Tyrone, if they want to learn more about the services you offer? They can go to my website at tyronefrench.com, but but more importantly, go to that app, tyronefrench.app. Is that, is that free? Is it a cost? It is free. It's a free mobile app. It won't even take up any, spo- any space on your phone. Lots of knowledge attached to this radio show will be on it. So if you want to find the show quickly and have it right on your phone, one way to do that. All right, thanks so much for doing this. You know, this isn't necessarily what most financial guys do. They go focus on the high guys and worry about the low guys here. But I appreciate you giving back and trying to help all of us as we sift through this ever-widening wealth gap out there. My pleasure, Paul. All right. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.